Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place for people who do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their money regardless of the amount. On this episode, we're going to be talking about step two in the philanthropic method, which is to support existing or create your own impactful solution. So let's get started. When it comes to thinking about the philanthropic method, it can be easy to think of it as a step-by-step process, meaning as we get done with step one, we check it off and then we move forward and we check off step two and we just rinse and repeat that cycle. But it's important to actually see each step as being connected and interplaying with each one as we move through the process. So last week we talked about identifying and understanding needs. And this week we're talking about creating impactful solutions. And you better believe that they will start to intermingle together. So as you look to create an impactful solution, you might start to understand the need a little bit differently or identify something that you haven't seen before. And it is totally okay for you to upgrade what you've already done as you continue to move through the process. With that being said, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes in this series, I would invite you to go back and listen to those because you're going to need the information and the ideas that you generated from those to be able to move through what we're talking to today. As we jump into step two of the philanthropic method, what I want to remind you of is that every word that I've put into each one of these steps has been intentional, especially when it comes to the word impactful. Now, the word impact means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And so it's really important that we get on the same page with how I am viewing it in this context. And the best definition that I have found is actually provided by the University of Pennsylvania on their Impactful Philanthropy page. They give four characteristics of impactful philanthropy. And this has allowed me to start to see really what an impactful solution would be. So as a foundation for the podcast today, I want to read through those four characteristics. The first characteristic of impactful philanthropy is that it is a focus on first achieving social impact, which they define as a meaningful improvement in the lives of others. The second characteristic is that impactful philanthropy leverages the best available evidence in identifying problems and developing solutions. The third characteristic of impactful philanthropy is linking considerations of cost and impact to understand where the best bang for your buck lies. And the fourth characteristic of impactful philanthropy is a continuous learning to refine and improve on what you are doing to make a greater and greater difference over time. Now, I'm going to link these four things in the podcast description because we're going to be coming back to them over and over in this podcast. So if you didn't hear that or you want to revisit them, please just look at the description of the podcast or the YouTube video that you are watching. 
If you've been listening to this series on the philanthropic method, you will likely have noticed that step two has changed in terms of its wording. And specifically what's changed is the order of existing solutions and creating. And the reason why I've decided to change those two things is that I've started to really understand the power of getting involved and supporting existing solutions over creating things from scratch. When we start to look into the world and see the needs around us, it can be really easy to feel like we are starting at the beginning of a race. And so we need to create a new solution to this need so that it can be fulfilled. But there are very few challenges out in the world that haven't been addressed before. And so we can lose a lot of time and energy trying to recreate the wheel in a way. And if we put our focus first on finding and supporting existing solutions, we will be able to learn from the people that have already been involved in the space and then to be able to improve and iterate on the solutions that they have already developed. And even if those solutions aren't really going to create the difference that we want to see, we'll at least have the background to be able to inform our future decisions or the future solutions that we create to the needs that we see. And so we're still learning from what other people have done before us. And so I feel like that is such an important thing to be around. So as you think about the need that you identified last week, let's start to think about that from the perspective of somebody's probably already done something around this, and so how can I figure out what that is and how can I learn from that? So what I want you to do is take that need and start to plug it into Google. I want you to just start searching what that need is and your local city or county and see what you start to come up with. For example, if I was thinking about searching mental health, I could search mental health and Albuquerque, New Mexico. And if that didn't come up with with things that I needed, I could drill down to that even more and say mental health nonprofits near me or solutions to mental health in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And as I'm going through this, the results will start to come up and they will start to take you to other pages that you can continue to do research and dig into, hey, is this actually an impactful solution? And how you can do that is by looking at the definition that I gave around impact that is in the podcast description or YouTube video description. And so as you are out there looking for existing solutions to be able to support, use that impactful framework to start to see if this is actually going to make a difference. And so that is where I would suggest that you start in this process is just get on Google and start trying to find organizations that are near you and see if you can get involved in one way or another. If you get done with researching other organizations or groups that are in your local area that are involved with addressing the need that you have identified and you found that there isn't really anything out there that actually addresses what you want to be involved with, it's time to start thinking of how could you create a solution to that. 
Now, I'm not suggesting that you create an organization. The need that you have identified is something that is reachable, something that you can be involved with. And so we can just think about this as creating an impactful solution to that need. And so that impact framework that we talked about earlier comes back into play if you decide after being in this process that creating something is actually going to be the way to go for the particular need that you are wanting to address. And that can also be just because it is personal in nature. Oftentimes when we are working with our family or friends or people that we know personally, we're going to likely need to do a lot of things from scratch, but that doesn't mean we can't learn from other organizations. So if you've decided that you are going to create an impactful solution, what I want you to do is I want you to take out a piece of paper or a device that you can write on. And the first thing that I want you to do is at the top of that, I want you to copy down the four characteristics of impactful philanthropy. And so if you are writing down on a, on a pen or paper, take a couple minutes to do that. And if you are on a computer, retype those characteristics in the top of the document so that you can have them available and your brain can start working through them. After you get done with that, what I want you to do is I want you to brainstorm around what you could potentially do to be involved with addressing this need. And as you get done with that brainstorm, then run it through that framework. Is it something that you can hold up to that framework and say, yeah, this kind of checks the boxes in each one of those things? What's likely going to be the most helpful for me on my side of the equation as I look to be with you around this step is to provide you an example of both of the processes that you could go through so that those wheels can start to turn on your end. A couple episodes ago in the Ripple Effect of Giving episode, I talked about an organization called Tabitha's Way. And I have been involved with helping this organization in the weeks since that podcast. And we've gotten to a really cool space. So I want to give you an update around that. And at the same time, give you an example of what we've been talking about so far in this podcast. So Tabitha's Way is what I would call an existing solution. So as I look out into the world and I see, hey, people are hungry Instead of going to the store and trying to feed people myself, it's really important for me to get involved with an organization that's already doing that. And Tabitha's Way is a perfect example of an organization who is doing just that. So as I've been involved with them, I've started to see that I can really be helpful in this and that I can create something that can also be even more impactful to what is going on. So as I was involved with the organization and I was supporting them and I was doing my own efforts, I started to talk with the people there at Tabitha's Way about what they need. And right now, food pantries are getting hammered because inflation is up, meaning that the demand for their food is up and donations drop because groceries were more expensive. And so over and over again, I heard, yeah, we need food, Grant. We need food. And so I was involved with a group of people from my church 
who were looking for ways to get involved with the community. And so I approached them and said, hey, if we're going to be involved with the community, I've got a perfect organization for you to be involved with. And so we decided that we were going to get a big group of church people to help address this food need that was in our community. So we got together and we decided that how we were going to do this was we were going to have individuals sign up to be a part of a broader effort to go and help serve this organization. And we just got done with that initial effort and we had almost 400 people sign up to be involved with this effort to go and get food, which was just mind-blowing to start off with. And what that's going to allow us to do is that it is going to allow us to do food drives in a way that can actually build a substantial bank of food for this pantry to be able to rely on for the next couple of months as inflation continues to kind of rock the nation. And so that is just a, a perfect example of how you can be involved with both of those things, how as you are supporting organizations, you'll start to see opportunities that you can create or build on what they are doing. And so you can use that as an opportunity to then go and be iterative and and add on to what is already happening. And if you think about the areas of impact that I spoke to earlier, what I'm doing with Tabitha's Way and this group that is involved with my church just falls in line with each one of those characteristics. And so I just am thrilled to be able to be involved with this and to be able to continue to keep you updated as we move through the process. And I'm going to keep you involved or updated in this process so that you can see how this works out, how this particular thing that I've identified as I work through the philanthropic method myself, how that impact starts to be created. Well, team, that's it for me. Let's go out into the world and create good with the money in our pockets together. Talk soon.